This week's episode is brought to you by Aquaforce, the Navy of Cray. Want to hit your opponent with six sticks, which will allow you to hit them with the house? Then join Aquaforce, which is just a little bit less wimpy than the village people. Aquaforce, stopped by a defensive trigger. Hey, people. Yeah, it's Atlas. Uh, I just wanted to tell you guys about uh, Jaime's channel. He is uh, one who gets crits, Commander Jaime, on YouTube. That name alone is, I think, good enough reason to check him out. He's got some cool stuff, so go check out One Who Gets Crits, Commander Jaime, on YouTube. Hey everybody, and welcome to Nexus Tonight. I'm here with Matt. Hello. And... Jaime, that's you. <laughs> oh, hey. Hi, guys. Um, introduce is, uh, yourself Jaime. a little bit. So, um, Jaime Alvarez, um, basically I topped recently at the ARG Nats in Philly, and I got the invite to get to Nats by using Aquaforce, and um, the reason I got into Aquaforce is primarily because my name is very similar to the character's name. <laughs> okay, so the character came out and then you started playing Aquaforce? Uh, yes, uh, basically I had a interest in Aquaforce before, but it wasn't enough to actually get myself into the clan. And once my friend Miguel mentioned, um, Lambros, and then he also mentioned about the character name, it was just enough for me to push in and get into the clan myself. That's going to be really annoying when you're, when you're at like a regional and they're like, what's your name? My name is Jaime. Oh, you're playing Aquaforce? Yeah, I, that. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Or I got the opposite uh, expression recently because I was playing Genesis for the BWC. Yeah. And they're like, why aren't you playing Aquaforce? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people, like, when, once a clan gets tacked onto you, it, 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 you know, it's hard to branch out without people giving you a lip for it. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm with my friends and, I, and they're like, what happened to Great Nature? I'm like, I still have it. I'm just doing other stuff. I mean, to be frank, you are the Genesis <laughs> clan leader and not the Great Nature clan leader. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's true. But that's because I was bored that day and decided to branch it. Do you see what I'm getting at? So. Right. And for me, it was a medical. So it's just like, if you want to win, you want to take the deck that gets you there. That's true. At the at the moment, yeah. Um, well, yeah, for the record, I was playing a Fenrir Wiseman. <laughs> how can you not, right? Matt, Matt All right. I, like, I was playing straight up Revelation, but I had the Wiseman stuff and Matt, like kind of did it for me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, putting a crit on that guy is just the best. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's really good. Um, We're not here to talk about Genesis. We are talking about uh, the uh, the sexy Navy dudes and dragons and Mis Amigos, Aquaforce. Oh, yeah. Ashes really friendly. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... I guess we should kind of get into it. Aquaforce is a clan that does stuff. Um, no? Well, that's true. So, <laughs> from my yeah. understanding, and the way Aquaforce was kind of start, was started as, was it's a clan that based uh, was a very heavy multi-attack strategy in a way that other clans didn't have. Um, other clans' multi-attack strategies would involve standing rear guards or perhaps calling new rear guards over yeah. things, but Aquaforce had a very interesting one in the fact they could swap 
in column during the battle save stuff. Or a, or attack from back yep. row. It, yeah. It was creative use of the field, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, li- I like to mention that, like, in the very beginning, it was um, harder to hit vanguards because they're, like, 10k or 11k base, and there was limited to the amount of rearguards you can use. Because, yeah. like, recently they came out with, you know, units such as Adelaide or um, the Dolphin and so on that get hit 11k vanguards, too. Yeah. And so what drove, I think, dif- more differently about Aquaforce is that you needed to get to the third battle or the fourth battle to do anything, <laughs> essentially, too. Yeah, it, it like, Aquaforce is all about, like, number of battles, which also feeds into their keyword, which is weight. So, yeah. Um. That's different from uh, Nova Grapplers, because they get compared to Nova Grapplers a lot, which is also about standing rear guards, but Nova Grapplers do it more at, like, a medium... God damn it, medium. Right. Uh, you know, power for the whole turn, whereas Aquaforce has a lot of these kind of, like, pokes, and then their last attack, or last, you know, two to three attacks is huge. Right. Um, and usually Nova Grapplers, too, um, in the past, they would restand their rear guards after the Vanguard attack. But before Lambros, it was usually the Vanguard that attack last, like Maelstrom, for example. That's true. Um, I just think it's funny. Like someone explained to me, like uh, the, the difference between Aquaforce and Nova Grappler is that Aquaforce hits you with like six sticks and then a house, <laughs> and then Nova Grappler hits you with a stick, then a baseball bat, then a car, then a house, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That is a good example. Yeah. And Lambros can definitely push it farther, though. <laughs> yeah, Lambros is a key card. Um, so why don't we talk about, like, the early history, like you let on a few minutes ago. Yeah, sure. Um, um, go cool. ahead. Okay. So basically, back in the past, um, they were introduced in a trial deck, and then they came out also in BT8, uh, the Blue Storm Armada. And so the key cards that were noticeable back then were as Naval Gazer Dragon and um, Blue Storm Dragon Maelstrom came out at that time too as well. Um, so these units essentially had their effects on the third battle or on the fourth battle or more of that turn. And units to get to that many battles back then, um, the only units really that I seen was Basil and the MNT. And those were... Both, uh, what was it, on, on the first battle after they attack, or when they attack, they get plus two and then swap with the thing behind them? Yeah, based on the MNTs, yeah. Uh, the nice thing about the MNTs, even though he's a 9k grade 3, but when he attacks the first battle, he becomes an 11k, so he can hit 11k at least. Mm-hmm. And so he could do the swap, and you can use basically your grade 3s to also hit the 11k mark to do some potential damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Diamantes ended up getting played even through Limit Break format. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, he was a one yeah. usually. Yeah, you didn't want to ride him. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's why you, you played him at one, and then I yeah. usually ended up riding him, and that's why I stopped playing Aqua Force. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, Be still my heart. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. So after that, what was it like? They didn't get much stuff. Like, they got... You know, Glory Maelstrom in BT09, which, uh, mm-hmm. that was the first, uh, 
instance of a card preventing you from using grade ones or higher to guard with. So that's where the term glory skill comes from. Yeah, I agree. I was about so, to say that too. So mm-hmm. in, interesting little piece of history, but. Uh, mm-hmm. I think around or BT11 was the next time Aqua Force got their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that was. Can I mention something r- right before? Though? What? Yeah. Um, right Glory is a little different too. Um, he doesn't have to be the fourth battle or the third battle. He can attack anytime he wants, and he's instantly, you know, the great ones are higher from him. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes where you couldn't do the fourth battle, you could just attack with him first too. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd point that out. <laughs> That's good. He, he, he was limit break five, though, so that was kind of annoying yeah. to manipulate, but... Right, definitely. Um, Sorry. See. What else? So you said BT-11? Yeah. Yeah, BT-11 uh, it was the next time they got their stuff, and they got a nifty little break ride called Transcore. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Transcore, the dragon with the anchor. Um, so when you broke road on top of him... Vanguard got plus 10k, and then when it attacked, is it like at a specific battle or just when it attacks? No, just when it attacks. Great. Correct. <laughs> so, yeah. when it attacked, if you um, if your opponent did not discard a card, they could not guard during that battle, and he got a crit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if I remember, I remember correctly, the crit can like, stack too. What? If I remember correctly, that crit can stand, uh, stack yeah, so if your Vanguard attack twice, that's shenanigans. Yeah, he's correct. The the crit does last until end of turn. Oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so that was that's a pretty good break ride. Um, a lot of times, what people would do, if I remember correctly, was they would just discard a card and then just not guard because like. Oh yeah. They just that's, discard that's the true. card to get rid of the crit and then just take it. Um, right. But the only thing to really combine it with at the time was Glory Maelstrom, which was pretty good. Then BT-13 mm-hmm. came out. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, BT-13 and Mr. Tetra Drive Dragon. <laughs> exactly. So Tetra Drive was uh, at se- was it second battle you pay the cost, and after 4-3 stand? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a tag Vanguard as well. Yeah, so... Um, so Tetra in Latin means four, so that kind of explains the skill. But mm-hmm. uh, with with that combined with the break ride, that means you have a restanding vanguard that they have to discard or get a crit coming at your face. <laughs> at the same time, Chaos Breaker came out in that set. That's so, true. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although Chaos Breaker did exist at the same time as Tetra Drive... Tetra Drive was still horrifying. Really? Yes. Yeah. I remember I I got rid of the deck around BT fourteen. I gave it to my friend Miles, because um, mm-hmm. I was because I saw Chaos Breaker. I was like, "What am I doing with this? He's just gonna lock all my shit, <laughs> or they're gonna lock all my shit. Whatever." The way the tournament structure was at that point is everyone was either playing a reverse deck or everyone was playing a. Uh, not reverse deck. And not reverse deck. Yeah. So, like, it was a team tournament. Yeah. So if you were playing Tetra Drive, there's only a 1 in 3 chance that you have to play against Chaos Breaker. Oh, yeah, that is true. Because of clan restriction. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't even that bad. It was still pretty good then? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I also like to mention that that same set, Tetra Assault, came out. 
title assault, which is still a staple to this day. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, they need to start putting him in trial decks. I think. I would like to go out and put up, uh, put forth the motion that title assault is in the sneak peek hall of fame. Oh yeah. Sneak peek hall of fame. So you have this grade two rear guard that can restand for no reason. So you just, like, attack your opponent's... Because you're in a sneak peek, right? Right. So your opponent's playing subpar cards, and you have a title assault. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I hate sneak... I, hate I didn't think about that. Like, draft turn. I hate that so much. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying that title assault is definitely in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know title assault, um, when he attacks Vanguard, and if you have Aqua Force Vanguard, at the end of the battle, he restands and gets minus five for the turn. So this makes it so you now have the ability to artificially inflate your attacks by just having one card. Because um, mm-hmm. the way Vanguard works is if you make an attack that isn't powerful enough to hit, it doesn't kill anything or you don't take damage, but it still counts toward the attack. Right. So still good. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times people... He's also really good in early game because you have both the Seagull or the uh, Draw Trigger where you can make him a 12k for the turn. So he's hitting for just enough to hit Vanguard, or if you're if they're still on grade 1, you're hitting for, you know, magic numbers. And then he oh, re- yeah. restands the 7, then you boost with him again. It's crazy. It's really good. <laughs> and at the same set, um, Malika came out, and then the Seagull that you mentioned, he came out much later, though. Yeah. Seagull was mm-hmm. uh, GB, so... Yeah. Well... When he was placed on rear guard, um, you can sell best one and get the 3k. It wasn't GB restricted. Yeah, that one, it, no, I was talking about the uh, wave fourth time or more after he boosts, he bounces. Oh, that effect. Yeah, uh, that he GB. bounces back. Yeah, um, so you can spam it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see, and then I wasn't around for Legion Era. Can anybody explain to me what happened in Legion Era? Uh, sure. You want to go, Matt? Or uh, no, I? go right ahead. Well, I my friend had basically blue stone wave dragon tetra burst dragon. Um, it's the legion uh, for Rock of Force, and there was another legion too, uh, Zarharis. But what tetra burst dragon does is when he attacks Vanguard and it's a fourth battle or more, um, he gets crit and plus five. So it was almost like in um, a sense Karma Dragon. And other than that, he also had the skill where if you have another unit in the middle column, you'll get, like, plus three or plus two as well. well yeah, that, that, that was the, I guess, like, easy Legion still, like, non-Legion still at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, True. You know, it, middle column plus three or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, was, was this any good competitively at the time? Um, I'm not really sure myself, because my friend was playing the deck at the time. I was still in Genesis. Oh, okay. But, um, it it could do stuff if you weren't ready for it. It, it in a sense, kind of reminded me of uh, Karma, but, um, we missed that. Yeah, we missed Karma. <laughs> karma? Bluestorm uh, Karma Dragon, Maelstrom Reverse. Oh, right. I forgot about Maelstrom Reverse. Yeah, okay. we missed that. But, yeah, um, yeah, for those who don't know what Karma Dragon is, it's the reverse version of Maelstrom. And it's limit break four, and um, when it attacks on the fourth battle, lock one of your units, it gets plus five in a crit. And if it didn't hit, it will um, retire one of your opponent's rear guards and you draw a card. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was kind of like a win-win either way. Yeah. 
catch twenty two. I think you had to rest a rear guard and then lock it, though. Um, you had a lock, a rear guard that was in standing. I think. Yes, yeah, so that would be the same. As like was it? Oh yeah, did it rest it and lock it? Okay, I think so. I, it was, it was, I know it was a yeah. weird skill. Yeah, I remember you couldn't use a unit that you already use <laughs> for the battles. <laughs> that was one of the annoying things. Yeah, I, I definitely remember in Legion era, um, Aqua Force kind of falling out. I remember people were excited for the Aqua Force Legion, and then it came out, and people were less excited for it. <laughs> well, okay, so at the time we had stuff like uh, Yggdrasil, Thingsaver, Prominent, Perdition Prominent stuff, Claire. Abyss. <laughs> yep. You know. It, yeah. Um, very medium. Yeah, I think at the time I was actually playing Idris, <laughs> so yeah. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I was playing Spike Brothers, so I was just trying to. Oh, Ogle too. I was just trying to cheese people. Bloody Ogle. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so much good stuff. Cheese. Um, let's see. Okay, so cut to what's after that? GBTO two and the uh, Thavas trial deck. Yes. So, <clears throat> so the Vanguard anime. Uh, came with its very own effeminate Spaniard in uh, Jaime Alcaraz. Ooh, so close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? You're one literally letter. one letter off. That's crazy. I think it's, I think it's my... Al- Alcaraz with a C. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, he he played Thavis, which was like the break stride for the clan. And it was, mm-hmm. um, his stride skill was at, at the fourth battle of something attacking you pick three of your opponent's rear guards, and then they choose one and retire it. Um, yep. And then the GB2 skill was, uh, let's see, when it attacks a vanguard, if he's at uh, fourth battle or more, it gets a crit, and your opponent can't guard with grade one, zero cards. Hug guard yeah. circle. Well, grade zero is right. Yeah. So this was decent, but then in GB2, you got Lambros, which was... Uh, more than decent. Holy strike. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody want to explain that one? Oh yeah, man. <laughs> so Lambros is a stride when he attacks um, Vanguard, the uh, fourth battle or more. You choose two of your rearguards, stand them, and if you have two more face-up cards in the G zone, they get plus ten thousand for the turn. So that's flexibility. That means you either get two more attacks for free because you just flip over a copy of himself, or yep. you get two more attacks and they're giant now. Um, yep. Yeah, this thing was what was what was the nickname for it? Lambroke. Yep. Yeah. Lambroke. Yeah. So there's a lot of salt flying around with this, <laughs> um, and then it got worse with uh, when Aquaforce got their own uh, uh, clan booster, and you got right. things like Commander Thavis, which was uh, you flip a copy of him face up, you choose one of your rear guards, it gets plus five k and the ability to attack from back row. And then GV3, right. it was the same, it was like a, the same ability as the stride Thavis. Right. So you, you either got a really good first stride that put you in instant GB2, or if mm-hmm. you, or if it was later in the game and you did it again, you got, uh, another back row attack and the ability to kill two things for free. Oh yeah. Crazy. <laughs> um, I like to go back on Lambros though. Yeah. To explain how broke he was. <laughs> how lamb broke he was. Yeah! Yes. <laughs> so, he's very flexible. Um, like in the show, um, Jaime would uh, first try Lambros and restart, uh, restand a column, essentially, just to get another attack. Um, the plus 10k is when you have the 
two or more face up in the G zone. Um, one of the other things though is after you reset your regards with the boosted uh, 10k, you can really abuse cards like Tidal Assault, Magnum Assault. Um, because like if you have a Magnum Assault, let's say on the left, and you have a Tidal Assault on the right, you can make the Tidal Assault attack a rearguard, and then your Magnum Assault can get you to the fourth battle. And so basically your Tidal by himself is 19k after the Lambrose boost, and he can attack Vanguard twice. So you can stack crits on him as well. That's really good. Yeah, and you could even go further with um, a card called um, Battle Siren Orphea. She's a GB one card, basically, at the end of the battle that it boosted. Um, she, you can Counter Blast one, Soul Blast one, restand the boosted unit, and minus five it. So basically, you made something a title assault. But you can boost title assault after he restood by himself, and he will restand once more to basically get a third attack. That better have a lot of crits, uh, a lot of triggers on it though, because it would go from yeah. nine to four to zero. Right. That's assuming if you get, you know, a few triggers, you could also give him power with Malika, the stand trigger, or the stand trigger, the draw trigger. Yeah. Or or if yeah. you Lambrost and you got plus ten k, went from nineteen to fourteen. Yeah. So that's still pretty good. Yeah. If you can keep going, you restand title as much as you can. <laughs> I think that thing, Orthia also had resist too, which was very important. Uh, oh yes, I agree. I still use her. You do? Yes. I don't really see a lot of builds with her. Um, but I, I use her mainly right now in Blue Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still messing around with Thavos with um, Millennia and her. But usually Millennia is there for more of a combo piece. Mm-hmm. And she also has resist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is okay. Is Aqua Force a combo deck or a tempo deck? Do you think? I I want to say both. <laughs> um, you want to keep your tempo um as early as you can. Um, unfortunately, Thalas is generation break clock. Yeah. Um, the only thing that you have early game is really titles, and if you play um another grade three called Strikehead, it's the um, basically, you ride him on Vanguard, and you can counter blast soul blast one, call a unit from your hand, and it gets the restanding ability for the first battle. Hmm. Um, I, I don't think I've seen many people play that. What I have seen people play is uh, from the clan booster. There was uh, what's the name? Right. This this is before the clan booster, though. I know. Oh, you mean? Yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like currently. I'm like, I don't think I've seen people use that right. recently. Most people usually do the fourth hours for Skeros. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Why don't we talk about Skeros? So he's sure. a grade three that uh, when you ride, you pick a rear guard and then or pick a unit. It can be him as well, and it gets the ability on yep. the third battle. You check top five for a grade three, put it in hand. Um, mm-hmm. Grade three or greater? What? <laughs> grade three or greater? Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh god. You never know. <laughs> Aquaforce gets its own novel. Please. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then the other skill, which was the more important one, which was GB one. Your front row gets resist. Yep. Holy shit. Um, this thing allowed Aquaforce to now stand up to Link Joker consistently. Yes. 
Um, and at the time, too, Kagero and Mega Colony as well. That's true. Well, Hand Trap Kagero is a bit more of a problem now, but... Uh, right now it is, yeah. But yeah. back when the Clan Booster came out, right. That's true. Um, yeah, so I think that's what people are running nowadays with Thavis, is the Thavis, Gyrus, and then, you know, that's how that is. But also, in the Clan Booster, we got all the Blue Wave stuff, which I'm going to get into that, since it's your thing. Definitely. Um, well, just to um, basically say, um, I started with Thavos, and I still play Thavos. And so I'm planning to get out SP packs, or maybe some SPs, just to SP out. So I do still care about Thavos. But um, competitive-wise, um, I chose Blue Wave at the time, because um, it required less commitment. Um, so... In the clan booster, um, Blue Wave got support again, and they got a new stride, which was uh, Blue Marshall Dragon, Tetraboil Dragon. And it was basically their re-standard in stride form. And so when it would attack Vanguard, and it wasn't battle-restricted either, so it didn't have to be the second battle or anything like that. Um, you kind of blast one, flip a copy, gets minus one check, and it gets the skill where on wave four, uh, one of your regards, when they attack the Vanguard... At the end of the battle, you discard one card, which was really nice, and uh, you just restand the vanguard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the other blue wave card that that was around was Tetra Drive. So right. Tetra Boil is uh, like the next logical conclusion. Um, right. The next then, level because it's the stride, right? Yeah, and then you also got uh, Anger Boil Dragon, which was. Uh, I guess you could call it, like, a specific Strider. Yeah. I don't really know what, like, a lot of these clans are getting these things where, like, where all clans have a on Stride, you counterblast and get a, a skill. Um, whereas these specific Striders are when you Stride this particular Stride on top of it, you get a thing. Yeah, for free, usually, too. Yeah, so, like, uh, like Blaster Dark Diablo is another example of this. Where yep. if, you, if you Stride Phantom Blaster, you get to kill something. And then with Anger yep. Boil... Anger Boil was... I, I'm blanking right now. I don't have the card in front of me. I'll get it. <laughs> you stride Tetra Boil Dragon on him, and your Vanguard gets 3k for the turn, and it gets the skill wave 2. Um, when this attacks Vanguard, uh, you can choose two of your regards, stand them, and give them plus 3 each. And that was wave second time only, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I th- well, th- this also stacks with uh, the Blue Wave Starter, which is you counterblast, shove it, and soul. Vanguard gets two skills. Wave second time when it attacks, you draw a card, and then wave fifth time when it attacks, you get a crit. Um, yep. So and you still draw, too. You, yeah. Well, there's that, and then also that crit trigger where you put it on top of deck, and then Vanguard gets red text on uh, second time or more draw a card. So the, mm-hmm. these uh, Tedra Boil turns would be like just this massive card advantage fest. Yeah. Um, the, I think the crit trigger is one of the best triggers in the game, honestly. For sure. Especially because you don't have to soul blast, you don't have to anything. Just call, skill, put it back. I have a crit back and, yeah. I, and I get free cards. Yeah, it's not even generation break restricted, so you can do it at grade two if you just want to shuffle crits back early on. And too. it draws, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you also Search got, for your combo pieces early on, too. You also got Foibos. Mm-hmm. God bless. Quavos is deadly. <laughs> um, what was it? So he's a grade two, 
third battle, when he attacks, he counterblasts, he gets plus 2k, and then at the end of the battle, you restand him. Um, mm-hmm. Not generation breaklocks, so that means you can do some crazy stuff on turn two. You need a blue wave vanguard for it, but that's fairly easy to do. Um, mm-hmm. So you would do crazy just, stuff where you like ride if you like rode another Foivos or a different blue wave something. You would call Foivos and Tidal Assault. Yes. And then if you call yeah, Crit Trigger, you can go attack with Tidally restands, attack with Vanguard Foivos, draw a card, attack with Rearguard Foivos, eleven K restands. Like Jesus Christ, dude. Yep. At the time, um, the only grade two, Fue- um, grade two blue wave was Fuego Cell, so. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Well, and, um, you still play Tyro Soul, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, how can you not? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's see. What, was there any other, like, crazy blue wave stuff that came in that set? For the clan booster, um, those are really the most useful ones that you mentioned and used still. Um, Oh, there was non-blue wave units that were used that came out of that set, though. Like the Seagull Soldier, you mentioned. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there, there, and that was... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, there were other uh, Aquaforce variants that are that were running around, too. There was the Maelstrom variant, which got its own, like, offshoot stuff that focused on, you know, you, you have regular Maelstrom, you have reverse Maelstrom, you have Glory Maelstrom, you had, in the Clan Booster, a... Uh, a break ride maelstrom that had the same name as the first one, so you could still get like cross ride shenanigans with reverse and glory. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and then he he got a stride for himself, and um, that was pretty good. And then also in the clan booster, how could we forget this? The ripple support. Oh yeah. So, uh, if you guys watched the ban list or listened to the ban list episode, you remember us complaining about Flash Ripple Odysseus and what a pain in the ass that was. <laughs> um, but that thing after that clan booster, Odysseus and the whole Ripple ilk uh, proceeded to take the game by storm. No pun intended. Um, yeah, I don't really want to talk about those two because we've already talked about Ripple and Maelstrom is just kind of meh. I'd like to mention at least one thing about Maelstrom, though. What? In the Clan Booster, um, you're able to now do the Glory Break Ride on the the new Break Ride, and basically it was an unguardable attack. That's right. Because you can't use and zeros with Maelstrom, and you can't use ones with Glory Maelstrom. So you have to right. it. Yeah. Yep. And so, basically, that thing was uh, 28k by itself, too. Because it would, it would break ride, get the 10k, and it's cross ridden, so it's 23, and then Glory Skill gets another plus five on top of that. That's true. <laughs> and then, well, G guards came out later on, and that kind of like now it's guardable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, oh yeah, and then also Maelstrom has has her own uh, his own crit trigger, where after you boost with it, when you boost with it, she goes back in deck, and then you can't use zero, so you could use that with just straight up Glory Maelstrom too. True. So. The only problem with that is that, um, um, Glory, like, if you didn't break right and you had Glory on Vanguard, you could have done that too, but it was just not as strong. Hmm. Yeah, because the break right gives you more power. That's true. But it's still, like, redundant. It's still a thing. Right. That's good. Mm-hmm. I actually used to play that in, uh, Favas, because I used to play as a backup grade 3, it was two Glories and two Tetra Drives. Hmm. And so Despina was there for an option, but I 
rarely got it off because most of the time I would have another grade three in hand and just do a Lambros turn anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then now back in, to ripples. Uh, back to ripples. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I like to go and talk about it though. <laughs> fine. Everybody. Yeah. For those people who didn't face ripples ever. Uh, with the new support in the clan booster, there was a grade one that fixes the ride chain, essentially. However, it was a, a once per turn act, so you can abuse it each turn per copy. And, um, what gave it, uh, an early game push too was, uh, using a grade two called Sea, sea Turtle. And, um, when the Sea Turtle was called on Rear Guard, you can check the top card and if it's, uh, um, if it wasn't a grade zero or a grade three, yeah. You can call it? Or did it say specific grade one or grade two? No, no, no. It, pretty much every clan has this, uh, what was it, Devil Summoner was the first one? Uh, I'm not sure that that was the first one, but it was one of the early ones. Oh, okay. So the, the, <laughs> like pretty much every clan has this 7k grade two that on ride or call, it's both. You check top card. Oh, wow. And if it's grade one or two, you call it. And then if not, you shuffle it back in. Um, in the case of Grey Nature, we have, we have a barcode zebra. For that. Oh yeah, I do remember that card. Yeah. Perchodes even. Um, but uh, because you loaded your deck up with so many grade twos and ones with Ripple, because the whole point was not to get to grade three, so they couldn't stride on you. It was before yep. Sea Breeze, by the way. Um, yeah. It. I like to mention that even if Sea Breeze was out, it, it wouldn't work because um, he rewrites it. <laughs> that's true. Um. Oh, yeah, so that could true. still be a thing today. <laughs> well, what, what killed him was they limited him to two, so it was harder to... I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, r- ripples were kind of terrifying in their day. Because um, mm-hmm. you, you, you couldn't play the game. Yeah. And that sea turtle was usually giving you a plus one, so you wouldn't lose advantage because yep. you didn't ride a grade three as well. And you can keep calling it back from the Saul because you kind of shove it back and then shove it back out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Pale Moon. Yeah, essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah stole my shit. Grade 2 Pale Moon. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, it was so bad that it actually won Worlds. Yeah. Yeah, I believe the top four of Worlds that year was like Ripples, Ripples, Metalborgs, Ripples, Thavis, Metalborg, Ripples or something stupid like that. Yeah. And then, yeah. And there was that famous final, like, I, like, they filmed the final match of, like, the Ripples versus Metalborgs. Yeah. And they couldn't, you know, you know, Metalborgs couldn't do anything. And, like, it was you, horrible. Could, you, you could just hear the Boucher and executives going, like, we gotta do something about this. Because <laughs> we want Stride to be, like, the thing. And then people right. are doing the thing. And yet people, you know, people find a way around, get, like, allowing other people to play the game. So, you know. Only who's playing mm-hmm. Breakride, man. That's true. Oh, Dagger. Right. Dag Kaiser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did that for a while, and then after G Guards came out, you kind of. Yeah, well, G Guards made Sin Buster really bad, so. That's true. Um, yeah. So now, in the. Like, as of what, yesterday? Uh, <laughs> true. At the time of this recording, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Divine Dragon Caper came out. Um, mm-hmm. and, or, you know, the sneak peek happened. And yes. uh, that gave us some new Blue Wave stuff and some new Thavis stuff. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> right. Um, we like to go over it. <laughs> sure. 
would you or would would I? I? <laughs> you, you take the blue wave stuff because. Sure. Yeah. So who wants to start off first? Davos or Blue Wave? <laughs> uh, you can go first. All right, Blue Wave. Um, they got, I think, a couple of cards more than the other variants, like specific ones, um, Grade ones and Grade twos, mainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also got a new Grade three and a Grade four. But essentially, what I think was the most useful out of the bunch is the Grade twos and the Grade three and maybe the Grade four. Um, so what the Grade twos do. One of them is uh, Demia, and basically, if you have a grade 3 or greater Vanguard as Blue Wave, uh, when your Vanguard would attack, uh, you can Soul Blast 1 and choose 2 units, give them plus 2, and she would also get plus 2. So you could do your whole front row, essentially. That's really good. Yeah, I think it's important because um, the Anger Boil skill gives a plus three already to, let's say, a Fuevos. Now, with Damia giving a plus two, it makes it a 5k boost, so Fuevos can hit numbers by himself with that combo. Well, Fuevos already puts himself at 11, so that's a 16, right? Yeah. So, a good number 16, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you also got the guy with the sword, right? Yeah, Lucianos. Um, people have very mixed views about him. Um, I'm testing out two and two of those two new cards. Uh, what he is, he's another restander for Blue Wave, but he's restricted to Wave 2, and you have to a special counterblast as well. Um, basically, he's an act. You do the skill and pay the cost, and he gets plus two, so he becomes 11k, and he can stand on the Wave 2 battle. So, it conflicted with Anger Boyo and Tetra Drive, but if you weren't on them, then that's okay. Well, but oh, go ahead. I was gonna say there's that, but also there's not <coughs> there's not really any blue wave triggers, um, and except for the crit, right? Except for the crit, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's not like you want to replace them. If like even if they existed, the only thing you really want to replace is the heal because you have supersonic sailor, which you shove in soul and get an unflip, which is super neat. Yeah, and Malico, oh, which yeah. is the Margol clone, so they're both neat. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like you can do like what what uh, what Sanctuary Guard did with uh, Sword Me back in the day, where you just kind of put the triggers in there and then it works. Right, the Jewel Knights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like him very much. Yeah. yeah, I don't see him. This is the the main pro I see him is that you ride him to Vanguard, so you can drop Foyables and be like, I'm going to hit you with four attacks <laughs> consistently. Well, so, can't you also just run the the Soul Blasty girl and get the same results? Demia, yeah, yeah, it, it's true. Um, but I, the restanding ability is neat if you're facing against clans like Kagero and Link Joker, where Link Joker can lock your front row. Um, you can do Commander Favas on him, and he's a 16k uh, hitter from the back row. That's true. Restanding uh, with Kagero, um, you force them to like. Are you going to deny Gryffinet or not? So you kind of have to play multiple attacks, but not really do like a Anger Boy or a Lambros turn because they can like mess you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So Commander Thalvas also shines in that um, matchup. True. And then with uh, speaking of Thalvas, uh, you've got more wave support. Um, I don't really want to read them all, but I'll just I'll just read one of them. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. There's Kelpie rider Nikitas, so she's wave first or second time. Uh, when mm-hmm. she attacks a grade 3 or greater vanguard, she gets plus 2k. So she's an 11k by herself, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then the other skill is uh, GB1. Counterblast 1, at the end of the battle, that this unit attacks a vanguard, you may pay the cost. If you do, uh, choose one of your rearguards with the wa- uh, wave ability and exchange positions with this unit. So it doesn't say same column, which means uh, you can also do something like Wheel Assault, where you attack with her, counterblast, and move her to like the other side of the field, or diagonal. Uh, yeah. Which is kind of neat. Uh, a lot of the a lot of this wave stuff is starting to go back to Aqua Force's like exchange uh, exchange position exchanging routes. Block. Yeah. Um, and then also there is the which uh, the, this new stand trigger, um, which is the dolphin. The, yes, <laughs> the dolphin soldier of leaping windy seas. GB one first or second time. Soul blast one when he attacks a vanguard. If you have a vanguard with Thavis. Uh, you may pay the cost if you do. It gets plus 7k, so he's now an 11k attacker. And at the end of the battle, draw a card and put this unit on the bottom of your deck. So that means that this allows you to play against the control matchup. It allows you yes. to free up space. It allows you to uh, put a trigger back in deck, but it's also a stand trigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would let you, um, I don't know, maybe draw an extra card. It does let you draw a card. Well, on top of that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> make, make it a straight up plus, fine. But that's, the blue white, that's what the blue wave trigger does, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, well, if, All you, right. if you do it twice. For Thalos. If you do right. the um, But the, like, it, it's funny, because after about, like, two sets of support, Aquaforce didn't really do stand triggers anymore. That's true. Um, which... I think that this is, you know, Boucherud's generic, oh, here's a stand trigger with a really good effect. You should run it. Um, I don't know if it's going to be run at high numbers. I feel like it's going to have a very Devil Watch type relationship where it's used more for agree. skill and not for being a stand trigger. I would agree. I would think it'd probably be maybe a one or a two of. Yeah. yeah. If it lets you do an, an extra card on top of it, that would probably be a little more numbers. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the uh, the big the big boss Thavis guy that I pulled? Right, forgot Wailing. about him. Wailing Thavis, I believe. Yeah, Storm of Element yeah. <laughs> Wailing Thavis, which Matt pulled an SGR of. Called shot, by the way. Yes, that's true. Um, Ooh, so I want it. <laughs> if you can get me two, I'll trade you like the one for the two of two. If you like the normal ones, the GR ones. Yeah. Okay, we'll figure that out. Okay, cool. <laughs> we'll talk afterwards. Yeah. Um, but he is definitely... <clears throat> uh, I both he, He's like an alternative finisher aside from Lambros, and he's a way to like come back if you have a fairly empty field. Um, True. So he's got the GB3 when he attacks for each... Uh, when he attacks for every attack that ba- uh, occurred during that turn... Your opponent chooses a rear guard and retires it. Um, and then wave third time or more, uh, GB2 wave third time or more, counterblast one. When he attacks, you may pay cost. If, uh, he gets plus 5k for each battle that a rear guard attack this turn, and your opponent can't call grade ones. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that Aqua Force's worst matchup right now is Angel Feather. Um, it can be. It's one of them. 
Well, yeah, because every damage you do to them is, you know, it's harder to hit them because we're doing these, like, smaller attacks. Um, yeah, with Thavis and Maelstrom, yeah. But Wailing Thavis now allows us the opportunity to go, all right, I don't care if none of these attacks hit because I'm killing your board right now. And, uh, yeah, suck it. True. Um, which is especially important if they start putting broken hearts in the back row or something. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's definitely a one or a two of, depending on what the variant is. If it's straight up Thavas, I'd say two if you're doing blue wave one, but still really Yeah. I, I agree. It's like a one or a two of. Um, I think Aquaforce has one of the strongest, like, G-unit lineups in the game. It's very tight, too, now. That's true. You have Commander <laughs> Especially Thavis, in Blue Wave. <laughs> yeah, Commander Thavis, Lambros, Wailing Thavis, Tetra Boil if you're playing Blue Wave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's definitely hard to get a hold of. Or not get a hold of, yeah. get a handle on. Yeah, and all those cards except for Wailing, Persona Flip. <laughs> true. Um, per- the original Thavis Persona Flipping was definitely just a mistake. Because it was a GR? Yeah. At the time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the good thing is they they are reprinting it in this in Divine Dragon Caper. So beautiful R foiling. Hey man, I'm still getting it. All right. <laughs> He's interesting because like there are times though where you could Wailing Tavas, but it might be better the Lambros if you have the setup already. Yeah, I think Wailing Tavas is mostly good if they're at five damage because it's not like you get a crit or anything. Um, right. Or if they have a troublesome field that you need to... Like, I think the board wipe is more important than the the glory scale, ironically. Okay. So if you if you know you're not going to finish them off either way, you might as well nuke their board kind of yeah. thing. Okay. That I can see. Yeah, I think a, a lot of... like So what it, ends, what it can end up turning out, out is if you have like two re-standing rear guards, like even if you're not hitting... like Let's say you're, you're pretty far behind and you need to like even out the game... Uh, you can set up a board that's just kind of like... Chumpy. Chump attack, chump attack, chump attack, chump attack. Attack, you retire four things. I gain 20k and you can't guard the greater ones. Like, and now you have to deal with this, and now we're kind of in the same place. That's Where true. Were, like, horribly far behind before. Yeah. It's and what's, for sure. Yeah, what's good is that it gets stronger, too, for every attack that's happened. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely a good any time of the game stride, for sure. Yeah. I like to note that there's a combo. You can give him crit. <laughs> How? Would you guys care to... Yes. Uh, like to know? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> well, uh, can you guess uh, Blue Wave? <laughs> <laughs> so basically, um, since your grade 3 is Blue Wave in the name, yeah. and you stride Wailing Tavas, you can use the Forerunner to give him the Wave 5 ability to get crit. Oh, and God. from there, you can use cards like 5-0s, Tidal or Lucianos or Stacia or whatever to get you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's in the fifth battle. He gets plus 25 crit and you draw a card on top of that too. <laughs> and they can't draw the great ones. And Correct. And opponent loses their field. That too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. That's good, amazing. Good card is good for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's scary. <laughs> um, okay. I... The, what I'm mostly curious about is I, I was talking to uh, a friend of ours. He plays Blue Wave. I play Thavis. I recently mm-hmm. picked up the Blue Wave core from you, um, mm-hmm. and we, we we had a brief conversation about it, and I'm like, I don't know about the thing you're like, and you said you don't sound excited at all. I'm extremely excited. 
I know that doesn't sound like it, but that's just how I sound. But the point is that uh, it seems like Blue Wave has a better early game, and Thomas has a better matchup against Control. Yeah, because of Scaros, and you can play other units too. There's that, and there's also a control aspect in Thavas where you can like retire their. Stuff. Right, that's true. You you give a bit of control to them, basically. Well, not to them, but you do them to them. <laughs> well, the good thing yeah. is with with uh, Commander Thavas and uh, Wailing Thavas, you like you can put a control aspect in anything, but you mm-hmm. know, the, it, like you can get it started earlier with the. Thavis deck, and I want to ask you, since you have uh, topped mm-hmm. with and have the best name ever for what it is you're playing, which do you think is the better deck? Uh, it's a tough one. <laughs> with um, all the new stuff counted. I felt like Blue Wave got the most support out of it, and not because, not only because it got like its own grade 1s, grade 2s, grade 3s, and grade 4s, but it has access to whaling as well, and I just mentioned you the combo that you can give them crit. <laughs> That's true. Um, the other thing that really makes it, um, in a sense, more deadlier is because Blue Wave can now consistently do four to five attacks starting at grade two. True. And before you stride, uh, it's a whole different game of Vanguard, mm-hmm. where you know your event, your card advantage is much more uh, impactful. That one card can make a difference. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of uh, so that was can have a better grindy game. And it's because it has the control aspect. You can play cards like Skiros, um, Millennia as well, because she has resist. And um, so it really depends on the meta. But I would feel like as an early game to mid game to even late game, Blue Wave is usually, I don't know, my pick of choice at the moment. There's that, and then also you have Tetra Drive, which can be a uh, response to all of the Grand Blue stuff. Oh, the Grey One Seven Cs. Yep. Yeah, um, there's a. I'd like to test that out, but I haven't. But uh, the thing with Anger Boil, um, if you write him, and technically he's vanilla. Yeah. Until you stride, but if you have a Fuevos or a Lucianos, it's almost not like a vanilla because you're getting like four attacks at least. Yeah. You know? So, um, I'm testing out at the moment. I took out Tetra Drive for the new guy. Sure. I think his name is Ethan. Yeah, right? <laughs> his glorious hair. Yeah. <laughs> See, he gets it. But, yeah. Because honestly, I rarely use Tetra Drive's limit break. You know? Usually you're better off using Anger Boyer's GB2 skill or Tetra Boyle or Lambros. Yeah. Well, no, I, I feel like although. Tetra Drive isn't, like, the better ride to be on. He is there for, you know, those situations. Limit Break 4, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, having the option versus having the, you know, the Sheriff of Nottingham and being, you know, if you're getting rushed, then they're both vanilla instead of having, you know, a 50-50 chance. Also, if you mm-hmm. ride Tetra Drive by mistake, you still have the new Blue Wave Stride, which you can replace your heart with Anger Boil, so... Yeah, we forgot to mention that guy. Okay. Yeah. Soul Blast, check top seven, put, in, you know, put whatever you want in heart with Blue Wave, and then kill the other heart. It's not bad. Um, there was check top seven, though, and then you had to Soul Blast a Blue Wave, I think. Oh, okay. All right. So, so your grade two at least had to be a Blue Wave, because you usually don't play the grade one Blue Waves. Yeah. 
That's true, because you have Stacia and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's really tight and great ones. You got PGs, Stratfighter, Stacia. You got, uh, what's the other one? Seagull Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing with uh, Seagull Soldier. It makes Fuevos and Titles so, uh, hit numbers. Mm-hmm. One so question. your four or five attacks is really deadly. Oh, sure, go ahead. Yeah, one question I had about build, like, people who are building an Aquaforce deck, right? There's so many, like, grade twos that just seem really, really good. Um, I agree. What kind of match, like, so, are there any matchups where you particularly want a certain grade two? Like, if people's metagame is kind of built a certain way, should there be some grade twos they could be looking to play over others? Translation, yeah. can you run 10k vanillas? What? I, I was not asking that. <laughs> I know, just sorry. <laughs> I would try to avoid that, too, because, like, every combo piece is essential for Aquaforce. I felt like playing this clan, every card in your hand matters, and also the cards on your field matters, depending on what you go into, Lambros or Toucher Boyle or Commander. Well, yeah, because yeah, every call like the great... is deliberate, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no superior call engine, really. So every everything yeah. that you have is what you have. Essentially, yeah. Continue, sorry. Because, yeah, no, that's good. Um, to answer Matt's question even more is that, like, for example, when I went to the ARG SQ, I was actually teching Adelaide in Blue Wave. Because you can do Commander Thawas, and if you're facing like Chaos Breaker, um, the, you have your front row uh, front row locked up, so you can stride Thawas and then use Adelaide to attack 16k, and you get three attacks still, even though your front row is locked. Or you can do uh, Stacia with Fuevos. You have Stacia to hit a rear guard. Uh, Commander attacks the second battle, and then Fuevos can now restand and attack from the back row as a 16k. Yeah. So it really just depends on your meta call. Like, if you think it's more of a control, like, aspect, and you think, let's say Blue Wave might not be the right call for a heavy control, um, grindy game, you would probably go with Thalos, because you have Skeros to rely on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have Millennia as a grade one, and she's usually in the back row, um, boosting, so she has resist, and if you have Skeros active, then your front row also has resist. So Link Joker and other clans like Kagero and Mega Colony are going to have a harder time. That's true. Also, yeah, one of the yeah. best feelings is being on Skiros and having Melania in the back row and then going to Big Crunch. I'm like, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My whole column's resist, bro. You can't do yeah. anything. <laughs> you can lock the yeah. other two back row, right? <laughs> I mean, right. It, 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 it depends on how the game is going, but... Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why I also play out Orphea in Blue Wave still, because she has resist, and then you can abuse Fuevos or Titles or, or a Grade 3 after a, like a 10k boost from like Anger Boy or Lambros. True. It's flexibility, really. It's really pre- player preference. So. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I only play like a two of her. Right on. Uh, Did that help out, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Aquaforce's position in the meta, both now and, you know, about a week ago before we draw the new stuff? Both of you. Would you like to go first, Matt? Yeah, um, I think Aquaforce fell off a lot um, mm-hmm. after the restriction of Odysseus and the introduction of, I guess, G-Darts? Well, G-Guardians, Seabreeze, etc. Well, mostly, I think, the problem is Gear Chronicle. Because you can't, it's really, really hard to compete with Gear Chronicle 
So like your Chronicles multi attacks when you're trying to do mm -hmm. a vaguely similar kind of thing mm. on a fair yep. level. So right. Gear, the Gear Chronicle is way too good, and you're, I feel like Aqua Force, maybe part of the set, was kind of just a Gear Chronicle light. Blight? Light. Oh, light. Yeah. L-I-T-E, light. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, mm -hmm. yeah, I guess it's slightly cheaper than Gear Chronicle. Here you go. And less annoying. <laughs> yeah. Because you don't have to go find, search, 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 call, tag. Bind, search, 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 search. Right. Where did I put that? Damage drops on search. Oh, look, there it is. Call. Yeah. <laughs> My, um, are you done, Matt? Oh, uh, yeah, or... sure. Go, go ahead. Okay. My take on it is that, um, I think we need more players to play Aqua Force to increase the numbers. And we'll start seeing a few more tops because there have been a few tops here and there with Aqua Force. Like, recently, there was one with um, No Limit Gaming. I think one had, like, uh, Blue Wave mixed with Babas or Ripples or something. And the event that uh, Team App Solution held, too, had, um, I think, uh, Blue Wave in it, too. Mm -hmm. And that was recent. This is before this uh, set drop. Um, Aqua Force is strong. It's just that um, it is a combo-based deck. And if you don't have the combo pieces, you're kind of shit out of luck. Um, but generally you're good, like with combo pieces and you mentioned Gear Chronicle. Um, yeah, they do a, a, you know, a crap ton of attacks, but they can only do that when they stride. Um, Blue Wave, for example, I keep going back to this, <laughs> but it can do four or five attacks at grade two and you can do it at grade three. Um, I use the Forerunner, uh, Bubble Edge Jackal Kid. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that Forerunner, are you? Not off the top of my head. Okay. So the Forerunner is basically you shove him into Soul, pick one of your units, and it gets the scale. Uh, when this unit attacks and it's the fourth battle or more and it attacks Vanguard, you draw a card. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you can do it where you can call, let's say, let's say you ride a Blue Wave but don't have other Blue Wave cards and you have two title assaults though. Of course, two title assaults are good. So you call them both to rear guard, and then you give the the forerunner skill to one of them. And then if you have the seagull soldier, you can go even more nuts to hit numbers. But you use it on the other title assault. So let's say the right column is title assault, seagull soldier, and then that does two attacks that are actually hitting numbers. And then you have your vanguard attacking. And then your other title assault that has the skill uh, can attack, and if it hits, you you hit them. If not, you can keep attacking and get a draw for each attack. So you get two draws. So now, at the end result, the two titles you called, you drew two new cards back to hand, so you have some back hand advantage, and your opponent now has to deal with two title assaults on board the next turn. Although, depending on your matchup, that can be easy or hard. Exactly. Most of the time, it's going to be like, I need to kill that because I can't do stuff yet until I stride. Mm. So they usually waste the vanguard attack, and so in a sense, title assault will become like a PG. <laughs> yeah, that, that's always a good feeling. Is mm -hmm. when you put down a problem rear guard, and your opponent's like, "Oh, that thing has to die," and then they oh, yeah. start focusing all their energy on it, and then you just smirk to yourself because you have another copy in hand. Oh yeah, every time. <laughs> Best. And with blue wave, it. it's like I either have huevos or title. <laughs> yeah. I think Blue Wave is also the quote-unquote cheaper um, 
deck. It is a little cheaper. Well, okay, so you only have to you, you only have room for two Lambros usually, right? Yep. So that's mm-hmm. you know ha- half of the cost of what a Lambros usually is, and then mm-hmm. Tetra Boil's like nine bucks at most. Um, right. And he's, he's like, like one of the cheapest strides. Commander Thomas is getting reprinted. Yeah, so, so that'll help for the price a bit. Yeah, and then uh, Anger Boil, like your main grade three, is about like five, six bucks. And right. like Foivos, one of your important double R's, is a dollar. So yeah. I think it's a lot cheaper than having to go with like Adelaide in Thava's. The crit trigger, like, right. right. The crit trigger for like Thava's too. Yeah, the, the Heart Thumb clone. And then yeah. also, you know, like four Lambros and et cetera. It's yeah. cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I I, I think that's uh, it, it's going to be like a, a close match of like uh, Thavas versus Blue Wave is basically like Night Rose versus Seven Seas, where right now they're just kind of neck and neck, and like there's I can see that, yeah, to both. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see how this plays out in the coming months. Yeah. From what I, I see, I agree. From what I see in Japan, as a just to comment on the Night Rose versus Seven Seas. I think Night Rose mm-hmm. is slightly pulling ahead after people have adapt to, adapted to Seven Seas existing. Yeah. So. Um, there's that, and then also has, Night Rose has Build Your Own Denial Griffin, so. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, I actually had to do that in a tournament for locals when <laughs> I was facing Wise Man. <laughs> it was the best feeling in the world. <laughs> when, when what? I, I was playing Night Rose. Oh, okay. And I was facing Wise Man. I also oh, okay, play Grand yeah. Blue. That, that, that is a pretty good feeling. Counter Blast 2, Kill Wiseman, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And draw a card, uh, also. Oh, sure. And just try to heal. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, so I guess it is Counter Blast, because you discard the heal and just get your card back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, a- a- anything else you want to add there, Jaime? Um, i like to discuss a little bit about Maelstrom and Ripples now. Okay. Okay. If that's cool with you guys. Yeah. I was hyped for Maelstrom support. <laughs> and then after seeing what uh, came out out of it, I kind of was like disappointed. I don't know. How about you guys? I read the card and I was incredibly not impressed. Same. Same here. Oh, and like, why? <laughs> like, the thing is, is like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's. You have your G zone already with four Lambros for that deck. You have four Commander Thavas and you got Wailing Thavas and then you can play other stuff like Aristotle that can kill specific units or Sibris, you know, if your opponent's at grade two. So it's like another Maelstrom stride that can persona flip kinda I don't know. For that kind of effect, I feel like it's not worth it. I think it's very medium. Yeah, and my friend and I, Eduardo, uh, we were thinking of mixing Thava support into it, where essentially the whole point of it is your grade three is Maelstrom, no matter what, and you keep striding Thavas, whether it's Commander or Wayland, but you have both names. So now you can use Blue Storm, Maelstrom, and Thava support units all together. I think there's a similar uh, logic in uh, Freeze Ray Messiahs, where your whole point, your whole goal is to be sitting on Freeze Ray. Yeah. And then you just stride into Flagellate, Amnesty, or Exilus, which don't require a Messiah heart. Right. And then you get all your Messiah stuff like Arrested off. And yeah. So it's, it's really good. Interesting, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I saw people playing Colony Maker, too, and I was like, oh, 
yeah, that <laughs> works too. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so I was messing around with Adelaide, Nikata's Millennia, the Dolphin a bit in Maelstrom, and it's pretty good. It's just I don't know. You kind of wish you, it was more specific to Maelstrom or Blue Storm. I'm not sure what they need though, because they have glory in the brick ride. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they still have the that combo available. And I then gonna, uh, I think go we're ahead. gonna go with the. It's definitely got Overlord Syndrome now. Where like, okay, yeah, Maelstrom exists, but like, Blue Wave Thavas. Right. Um, and then what, what did you want to say about Ripples? Yeah, Ripples didn't get anything specific to them. I don't know if Bushi was just like, we we can't do this no more. <laughs> I, I, I think they're afraid of like poking the bear did, again, and yeah, which I, I don't blame them. Um, and I was thinking like, what generic support they can use, and they can also use Nikatas, and maybe some of the Tava support because you can also stride Tavas. I don't know. Any Aqua Force stack has now. Access to like Tava support because you have this, you have two strides that have Tavas in the name. <laughs> True. So, uh, which is huge, I think. Um, but, um, Ripples have their early game as well. So it might be a good contender against Gears as well. I guess so. Yeah. Cause like, w- what I've noticed playing like Aqua Force and even Seven Seas, um, if you have an early game against, uh, Generation Break decks, it, you're gonna win that matchup. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, cause they lost so much cards that even if they stride, it's kinda like lesser. It's hard to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to ask this question. I, I yeah. do this every clan analysis. So. Oh yeah. You work in Bushiroad's, uh, card, de- card development department, and you've just been fired. You were about to send some cards down to the printer, and you're like, alright, if I'm getting fired, I'm gonna wreak havoc. How do you break Aquaforce? I was thinking something as giving them a gear groovy. <laughs> but you com- wait, hang on. You combine Commander Thavis and uh, Tetraboil and Tetraboil. Oh Jesus! Or Lambros with Wailing Thavas, Tetraboil with Wailing Thavas, Tetraboil with Lambros. <laughs> <laughs> Those combos exist. <laughs> That's horrifying. To think Sounds about. like a fun time to me. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, do you have any like, ideas for that one? Or- not really. <laughs> Me neither. Like, like, that's a really good one. That, that one is pretty good. That's... <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Because, like, Tetra Boyle, um, he doesn't have to hit, like, second battle or anything, so you couldn't attack, like, maybe, um, I don't know, two, three, or first, I guess. And then when it restands from the Tetra Boyle skill, right, you can attack and then do the Lambro skill, because by then you should be by the fourth battle. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the Tetra Boyle, uh, whaling, is like more uh, more horrifying because you go attack counterblast wipe their board get your more attacks ta- uh, restand attack again wipe their board some more and yeah. like it pretty mm-hmm. crazy for sure yeah and and then it makes even nuttier with the the forerunner skill I mentioned dagger master to give yeah. it crit <laughs> Matt's looking at Lambros right now do you know it's not once per turn what oh. the crit gaining or what. Lambros is not once per turn, but it has to be fourth battle or more, so I'm not sure. How exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what, what you would have right. to do, I think, is just go, you would have to, I don't know, wait, wait for the tetra. Yeah. You had to have it attack, like, first through third battle because of the tetra skill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it can gain the restanding skill. 
But then even though like you have a restanding vanguard and restanding rearguards with like 10k, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's pretty um, big. That's pretty sad, and yeah. also indicative of uh, Mushiro's rash decision to make Yergrovi a thing. I'd imagine that in other clans, right? You have that in um, like another thing in Pelma, like Harry plus Lunatech. Mm. <laughs> oh wow, <coughs> I think it's crit too. Yeah, yeah. And I think Tetra Boil with uh, Wailing is probably more devastating because it gets crit. So you have it attack the third battle. Um, wait, did I do that right? No. No, I mean, not gains crit. It means guard restriction. That's what I mean. Yeah. You get board wipe and guard restriction and power. Yeah. And, and it restands. Good yeah. lord. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, restanding vanguards, you usually take the first hit and then try to guard the second hit. But if you're like at five damage, you have to guard both. And if it has guard restriction twice, that's hard. See, I'm having flashbacks to Dogma, Matt. And. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh, I cannot wait until GBT 10 comes out and then you're just gonna like, go oh, ape shit. Over it's gonna the... be so good. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. ready for some Tachikaze stuff, let me tell you. Yeah. I'm excited for that too. Yeah. It looks really cool. Yeah. I forgot to mention, uh, with the Wailing Thawas, like if you do the Gear Groovy kind of thing, um, that restanding Vanguard is gonna get bigger too. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think the plus five is permanent. <laughs> so the turn. You would need to counterblast every time you did it, but yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Which, although, if you set up specifically for that turn... <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun time for you, but not for your opponent. <laughs> um, let's see. How about you guys? I don't know. That, that's probably the best thing I can think of. Um, I'm still pretty new to this Aqua Force thing. The last time I played before now was uh, uh, BT-13. So, it's been a while. The, Holy the thing I think that Aqua Force is missing, in general, is some kind of, like... And I think if their Aqua Force is, like, really, really far behind, it's really hard for them to do anything because it's, like, they're just necessary to have rear guards. Yeah. So even giving them something, like, vaguely like Dire Earth would be a really big, too. Oh, the... Actually, that'd be oh, a like good first ride. Yeah. Right? They just yeah. go, whoop, grade three, grade two, call from deck. They should give us a Dire Earth. That... Why not give that us a Dire Earth? Come on, man. I wouldn't mind that. Superior call from deck. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess that's Matt's contribution. What's mine? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. More resist you? No. That, uh, yeah. um, Phantom Blast with Diablo says hi. <laughs> <laughs> you can't forget about that guy. Yeah. Actually, ironically, I think if you have a full field, the Phantom Blast with Diablo is like, this is probably one of the more decks that's well equipped to do that, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it and Royal Paladins. Like, one of my favorite feelings is going, them going, all right, kill two of your rear guards with, uh, with Phantom Blaster Diablo. I'm like, okay then. Kill off, you know, my front row grade twos and I'm gonna call two more of next turn. You know? G guard <laughs> right. into, into laser guard, scouting owls to, uh, to guard circle. Bring it on, bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Royal Paladin has the opposite problem of like not being able to call stuff. They don't have a way to put anything back. Yeah, and now Shadow Paladin has that. We don't get that. That's mean. All right. <laughs> Um, I do have one more thing to mention, though. Yeah. There's a chance of a possible fifth variant of an Aqua Force stack. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know the wave keyword. Um, there's cards that can potentially give effects or surge or gain advantage because you have uh, rear guards with the wave ability or something yeah. kind of thing. 
So you can make a wave deck. And what I was thinking, back in the clan booster, there was a grade 1, grade 2, and a grade 3. They all had the same effect where if this was the first or second battle, I think, yeah, it attacked Vanguard, it would get plus 2, and at the end of the battle, uh, you check the top 3, and then you grab one of them with a wave ability and call it to the same circle, and you bottom deck the original Kai. So it's like a gold paladin kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And it had the effect warded in such a way as, like, Melum from Gear Conical. Yeah. So if they deny a Griffin, you still should be able to resolve that. That's cool. <laughs> that also means that you can, um, like, that's that's probably a good budget idea. Yeah, it's cheap. Um, the grade 2 I was really thinking, his name is Nectarios. So mm -hmm. if you guys want to check him out later on or something. I might give it a shot. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's, it's about time to wrap up here because we're... Well over the hour mark. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, we, we went almost an hour and a half with Living Proof. It's not a problem. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, to people who are considering picking up Aquaforce, the Bushirod president, it, that's like, it, this is his favorite clan. So at, at, at any given point in time, they're going to get good support. So just keep that in mind. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so someone's got a someone's got a boner for Navy men, and then that's gonna get right. support. <laughs> um, Fun well, fact: my blue wave deck that I took to ARG, I named it um, Seaman that keep coming. <laughs> that's great. That's true. <laughs> keep All right. Well, speaking of coming, we should probably be going. I was Atlas. Right. I'm Matt, and I'm Jaime. And have a good night, everyone. take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast uh i also recommend sharing it with your friends family anybody who likes vanguard uh you can find us on soundcloud or on your podcast app that little purple thing that goes in the folder that of the stuff you can't delete like stocks who uses stocks anyway you can also tweet me atlas novak so at a-t-l-a-s-n-o-v-a-c-k you can also tweet at nexus at night n-e-x-u-s-a-t-n-i-g-h-t or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, we have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff. <laughs>